Okay, let's get started. Hey horror freaks, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Horror Freak, the podcast. As you can see from the title, on today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my top 10 horror movies ever and 5 honorable mentions. Since it was impossible for me to just settle down to 10, I like them all very much. So basically it's 15, but this is top 10 and another ones that I just can't leave behind. So a few disclaimer first. It's probably going to be a more personal since I'm going to be talking about the horror movies that made me a horror fan and my ultimate horror movies ever. Now, these ones are my favorites, my personal favorites. Now, I admit that not all of them are the best horror movies out there, but they have a very specific reason for me for being my ultimate favorites, right? So this means that maybe if I am talking about a movie and you're thinking that is trash, that's okay, that's your opinion. But that doesn't mean that my taste in horror is trash or something. It doesn't define it, but I have very good reasons for the list that I'm going to be telling you. Also, this is a top 10, but I'm going to be giving five honorable mentions since it was hard for me to like rank them. So... They're not going to be in any specific order, just the last one. That's the only one that is on the top one. The rest are just on an order, but not like a rank order. And so given the little disclaimers and a little talk, let's get into the episode. Now, a little backstory. I became a horror fan when I was five. I am 22 now. Why? Because my mom is a huge horror fan. She basically grew up on the 70s and the 80s. So she had the honor and the opportunity to watch many classic horror movies when they came out in movie theaters. Something that I wish I could have done too. But of course, I couldn't. I was basically five and it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like she sat me down to watch a horror movie with her. She was watching Friday the 13th from the 1980s, right? This is her favorite horror movie. Basically, I sit down to watch the movie with her and I didn't react. I didn't feel scared. I just enjoyed the movie, actually. So she was like, maybe she's like me. Let me try. So she kept trying with other horror movies to eventually this. So the reason why I essentially became a horror fan is because I started when I was five and has been ever since. So horror, it's a huge part of my life. And these are the movies that basically defined my childhood and they have stick with me ever since. Like I have never changed my opinion that I like them. Like I love them. For me, they are my ultimate favorite horror movies. Now, the first one that I'm going to be mentioning is The Uninvited of 2009. This one is the remake of The Tale of Two Sisters. A remake, I know. Now, the main reason why I felt in love with this movie is because of the plot twist has a plot twist that if you're watching it for the first time you don't see it coming it mind blowed me like i was a child so keep in mind that i had no sense of judgment if i like it a movie i will like it if not i wouldn't but i have rewatched them once again and when i'm, I'm adult i'm like yeah i still like them so in this case i enjoy it so much this one the relationship between the sisters everything that happened now the movie has bad reviews has a low rating and it's a remake. So probably those aren't the best things here, but still it's a movie that I enjoy it a lot and also my sister. 
So basically my sister, she doesn't precisely like horror, but these type of films that they aren't that graphic or like she will get scary, she can handle them. So this is the type of film that we will rewatch over and over together to the point that we know every single thing about it. And the very first time we were really impressed by the plot and everything. So it brings good memories of my childhood. Most of them actually, they bring good memories. So this is why all the reasons why they have stick with me ever since. Now the second one, it's a classic and I feel like I could be like wrong if I don't mention it because I mean, it's an ultimate classic and it's The Exorcist. Um, from 1973, obviously, the original. This film, I think I like it more for the legacy. Like, I like the movie a lot, but the legacy that this movie has, it's so powerful. Like, it's still considered basically the best horror movie out there. I know that there's people that disagree. There's people that defer that maybe the movie is not as good. I watched this movie on a party when I was in the last year of middle school. And we were watching all the class together and they basically were laughing. Uh, it was my suggestion to watch this one. And they were basically like questioning me like, this is not even scary or whatever. And I was like, my mind, maybe it wasn't scary, but definitely it's a movie that has a lot of meaning for horror fans. Of course, I wasn't going to fight with them. I didn't feel scared at rallies. I didn't feel like traumatized or something. I even did the cosplay of Regan last year and I really like it. So. I admit that maybe the movie, when you rewatch it, probably you're going to find it like a slow burn, maybe it's boring, maybe it's not that scary, but you need to see it as the impact that it had on the genre. And that's why for me, it's my favorite, one of my favorites since the meaning that has behind and the impact that had on the genre. So that's something that I've always acknowledged no matter what. The next one is Scream from 1996. This one, I felt in love with it since the very beginning. Um, the opening scene is one of my favorites. I love Drew Barrymore in it. I love how it makes fun of the slashers. The slasher is my favorite subgenre. So of course, having a slasher movie that makes fun of it, but in a really good way, iconic. I love Ghostface. It's one of my favorites. So for me, this is a really good quality franchise, just in general, but this one. I just love that I can find myself rewatching it a lot. It's fun. I mean, it makes me feel so excited. Um, Billy Loomis and Stu are basically my favorite ghost faces. So I just love it so much. And the iconic lines, of course, the costume, the ghost face costume. I love it. Stu's house. I mean, has so many iconic places and so many iconic lines. Of course, the iconic opening scene, like this movie screams iconic and made by the one and only Wes Craven. Another favorite of mine is Runter from 2003. Now I know that there's people that doesn't like this one and they prefer the sequel or other ones on the franchise. I think that people will say and the popular opinion is that the second one it's the best one. I kind of agree the reality is that it's a really good sequel like it's really enjoyable and has really good body horror but the first one I mean, this is another horror movie that my sister and I used to watch and I know that I said that she would get scared easily, but for some reason, this one didn't scare her so much. Although it's about cannibalism and has body horror, that type of thing, she doesn't really go too well with it, but still, she was able to get through this movie and I fell in love with it. I have rewatched it so many times, but... 
thanks to this movie, I am not precisely the biggest fan of going like on the mountains or like lonely roads or something like I don't like those type of things because I will instantly going to think about the movie. So let's better not take the risks and go for the safe road. But this is a movie that once again brings me memories of rewatching it a lot with my sister when we were younger. It's one of my favorite posters. I have it right here. It's one of my favorites. And in my opinion, it's my favorite of the whole franchise. And I think that it's the best one. Like I said, I know that there's people that say that the second one is better. But my way to seeing it, I think that the first one is just a little bit better. But I really like it. The next one, I think that this is probably the most underrated horror project of James Wong, Dead Silence. This one, I remember, vividly remember, going to the movie theater. This one came out in 2007. I used to go a lot when I was little, and I still do, to the movie theater. And I vividly remember passing through the poster and reading, says, um, you scream, you die. I remember reading that and I was like, what? And I remember being so fixated to Billy in that moment. I didn't know his name, but to the doll. And I was just a child. I was between seven to eight years old and I was so fixated to it. But I wasn't able to watch it until I went to seventh grade and I had this class member that he had the movie on DVD and he was like, you, you want me to borrow it? And I was like, hell yeah. So... I watched it three times on a row the same day and I gave it to him the next day. But I felt in love with this movie so quick. The plot twist. Amazing. You haven't watched this, you should. This is probably the most underrated James Wan horror movie since I have read many times that there's many people that doesn't like this and that they say that it's bad. Actually has really low rating. I don't even know how that's disrespectful. This is such a good movie. I love it. The colors, how everything looks, looks really blue. I love it. The story, the opening scene, it's just perfect. We have a dead on the first like 10 to 15 minutes of it. So good. And like the foreshadowing, everything, hiding meanings, the plot twist, everything. So good. And it's scary as hell. I, like I said, I didn't feel scared. But definitely I can admit that this can be creepy for some of them, especially because of the dolls. I know that because of Chucky, many people is really scared of dolls. And many of my friends who aren't horror fans, they are scared as hell of this film. I don't blame them. The reality, if you don't like dolls, this movie will creep the hell out of you, but still is a must watch. Um, definitely it's one of my favorites and really makes me mad the fact that it's so underrated because it's good. Now, I think that by now I am on my top five. I am not counting the reality, um, but I think I am. So on my top five, it's House of Wax of 2005. I know that there's people that say that this movie is trash, but I think that it's a really underrated slasher. This movie, I can vividly remember watching it on TV. I was with my sister. I used to watch a lot of TV with my sister. And when we didn't find nothing to watch that we knew, we would just go randomly changing channels until we found something. And somehow we landed on watching House of Wax. Um, we didn't watch it from the full beginning. I remember that. We watched it like maybe 15 minutes to 20 minutes already on the movie, but we still watched it and we loved it. The ending. It's one of my favorite endings. Like the opening scene is good. Actually has an alternate opening on if you own the DVD 
you're going to see it on the bonus features. If not, maybe probably on YouTube is available. I am I'm not sure about that. But the ending scene, it's beautiful. Has Elisha Cuthbert. Um, she's doing the seller. That one is coming next next month. But I like her her character. Paris Hilton is here and she dies. Just um, that was the marketing of the movie. So this is not a spoiler. Is the whole marketing of the movie was that she dies. And I know that many people have criticized her and for a reason, but I think that she did her part and I really like her regardless of the credits. And I love this film. Like Vincent, that it's the main villain and the killer, his such, and you know that it's the killer from the beginning. Like this is not a spoiler or something that, oh my God, it's him. Like, no, you're going to find it really quickly on the film. But the reasons behind it, of course, that's something that develops. But I think that the plot well, not plot twist, just maybe a little bit at the ending. And the foreshadowing has a lot of that. And it's the same director, Joe May, call it Sarah, if I am not mispronouncing it. He's the same guy that did Your Friend. That is a, such a good one, by the way. And we have Orphan First Kill. Now, the thing is that this movie, I used to watch it a lot. So I watched it once. And I remember the name. Of course, I remember the name. I went to Walmart. I found a DVD. I still own that DVD. I bought it almost 12 to 15 years ago. And um, it's even scratched. Like there's a part of the film that doesn't place and I have to skip it. So, but I am refusing to buy it, to throw it away really. Not buying another one because I want to, but throwing it away, hell no. So this film, it's my sisters and I favorites like together. This is definitely it. Uh, I can tell by memory every single one and also the soundtrack let me tell you early 2000s horrors this soundtrack i even did a video on my instagram talking about the relationship between rock music and horror movies and i think that this soundtrack so good that thanks to this movie i found out about my chemical romance since alina that is one of the most famous songs it's plays at the credits and i remember that i used to let the credits play so i can hear the song I love this film. Like, let me tell you, it's one of my ultimate favorites. And I know that there's people that don't like it. But trust me on this one. This brings so many memories and I just fell in love with it from the very beginning. And it's also one of my favorite posters too. Like, all of these ones are actually my favorites. So they're on the wall for a reason. Now moving on, it's Psycho from the 1960s from Alfred Hitchcock. This is another movie that I truly enjoy for the legacy. Hitchcock. He was an amazing director. He did really good films. But this one for me, it's everything. Like I love every single part of it. The shower scene is so iconic. Like this is the type of film that goes beyond the genre. It's considered one of the best movies, not just horror, but one of the best movies in cinema history. So that's something that not many movies, specifically in horror, are able to do. So the impact that had, not just on the genre, but in cinema, that means something. And it's so enjoyable. I know that there's people that probably, if they watch them now, for the very first time, they're going to be thinking, why the hell people make such a fuss for this film? But you need to watch it with the eyes and the mind that, it was on the 60s. Many of these things, like for example, the toilet, that wasn't like a really good thing to do on the 60s, like just a damn toilet. The shower scene, we don't really never see her being stabbed. It's not even real blood, in case you didn't know, that's chocolate syrup. 
of course, censorships and that type of stuff were on these times of cinema and they were still able to do this. So that means a lot. Norman Bates, such a good character. Anthony Perkins did a really good job with it. We have Jane Lake as Marion Crane. That woman is iconic and has an iconic daughter. Just in case, she's the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis. Such an iconic girl also in horror. So I think that this movie has so much meaning to it that I just loved it. Like That's probably one of the main reasons because I know that in the 1960s, this movie freaked people out and make a before and after on the genre that... Oh, I just love it. Like seriously, it makes me like so emotional but in a really good way, like excited. Like just the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack, it's so iconic. That cover scene is one of the scenes that we're going to see an homage of it and a lot. Even Jamie Lee Cortez, she did it on Scream Queens, that is a series by Ryan Murphy. This is the type of film that you don't need to watch it or have ever seen it to know from where the scene comes from, and that means a lot. A must watch definitely for anyone that is starring in horror i will definitely recommend this like probably i can do a horror beginner guide anytime soon if you guys want to watch that but definitely this one will be on the list now we're going on my top three no my top three the orphanage by guillermo del toro this is a ghost story and it's so beautiful that still I didn't cry, but it's sad. Now, this one is about a mother's despair about losing her son um, because he was technically kidnapped. So beautiful. This is a Spanish movie. And I remember it has a plot twist that you will get shocked. And it's having this six months period of this mother trying to find her son that it's sick, he needs medication, he's all alone, we don't know what happened. But when she sustained, that it's where he basically disappeared, that is the orphanage that she used to be when she was little, has ghost. And a really, really sad story behind it that she didn't know until she moved in once again, because she's trying to reopen it, but like another type of residency for, for kids for special needs, not as an orphanage. So of course it's, sad it's creepy but so beautiful that the ending it's gorgeous like only guillermo del toro is able to make something so sad so creepy and so beautiful at the same time it's just gorgeous this is a must watch seriously it's in my opinion one of the best spanish horror movies that i have ever seen and actually it's one of the most successful ones in spain this is a must-watch. It has been translated, so in case that you are a Spanish speaker, but I would suggest you to watch it with Spanish and the English subtitles because I think that the emotions of Laura, that it's the main character, like those emotions of her, if you're watching it with the original language, you're just going to feel like it gives, you, it gives me chills, seriously. Beautiful. And Thomas, that it's one of the main kids and probably one of the main images of this film. I mean, it's the costume is really creepy, but has a reason behind it. And it's so sad. Like I tell you, this is a sad story, a really sad ghost story, but such beautiful at the same time. Like seriously, I just can't imagine someone doing this better than Guillermo del Toro. He's such an amazing director. Trust me. Now on my number two, we have Halloween of 1978. This film means so much to me. This is the second movie I ever saw. And it's not on the second place because of that. 
but it's because the first one has a way other meaning so of course i'm going to be talking about that later because i talk about that i'm going to be telling you my five honorable mentions now this film everything about it makes me chill like gives me chills the soundtrack michael myers and iconic jamie lee Curtis. laurie strode it's my favorite final girl and she is the screen queen for a reason jamie lee Curtis did and has done so much on this genre like she is the ultimate scream queen and i'm telling you i am not ready to say goodbye to the woman on halloween ends in case that you don't know basically she kind of confirmed that this is going to be the last time that we're going to be seeing her as laurie strobe i don't know if she's going to get killed or if the ending is basically just happy ending and she's going to be alive but this is the last time we're going to see her so i know i'm going to cry I know for a fact that I'm going to cry because Halloween and the whole franchise in general brings up so many emotions for me. Like, uh, I don't even know how to put it in words, but I just feel so in comfort, like from the first seconds, hearing the music, Halloween, John Carpenter, Jebra Hill, Jamie Lee Curtis, like the punky, like that opening scene, everything, every single detail about it. There's something I just love and I feel at home. The reality is that's the best way for me to explain it. I feel at home when I'm watching this. I just love this. Like probably you're thinking, why the hell she's talking like that? It's just a film. Well, for some people, they're just films, but maybe for us horror fans, they mean a lot. And also the legacy that this movie brings. I mean, this movie is everything and change it once again, the horror genre forever. So of course, means a lot. Now, before I go to my first one, I'm going to be giving you my five honorable mentions. These ones are basically the trash can. The worst of the worst, well, except for one. But these ones are the ones that I don't want to leave you behind, but I know that they're bad. Now, the first one, The Covenant. This is really, really bad. A really bad one. Stay Alive. A really underrated slasher that I don't know why the hell it's underrated. It's, in my opinion, a really good one. But I know that has a really, a really low rating. Monster House. I love the animated horror film. I just love this so much. Like it's the perfect horror movie for kids. Trust me, if you have kids and you want to start them but not scare them to death, try Monster House. It's a really good one. American Psycho. Patrick Bateman. It's not the type of man I would date or be with, but Christian Bale is able to bring him and his acting. He's a really good actor. But Patrick Bateman is such, I would, I'm not going to say that it's a likable character because he's not, but it's a character that you want to watch. Like we're rooting for the villain at some point, kind of, because he's the villain, he's the main character here. So having the villain as the main character at the same time, and he's iconic, his iconic lines, his way of being, like he's portraying him the perfect way he was born for the character and i just enjoyed this film so much that it's even weird and the last film is ghost ship ghost ship has my favorite opening scene even more than scream and i love that scene but i remember so vividly this is one of my aunt's favorite who also is a really huge horror fan and she loved this one and i remember that she'd sit down to me and she was like you're going to watch this like she was different than my mom she was like you're going to watch this 
I remember being so shocked about the opening scene, but I just loved it. And I have rewatched it a few times. I own the DVD and I always rewatch it and I feel the same. Like, oh my God. If you haven't watched it, just, just literally search Ghost Ship opening scene. Such an iconic opening scene. And I think that is a kind of underrated horror film. But just the opening scene alone, for me, that's enough. Like, maybe you think that the rest of the movie is trash. It's okay. That's your opinion. But the opening scene is one of the best ones out there. And I know that for a fact. Well, now the top one, my ultimate favorite. If you have been for a few time on my channel, if you follow me on Instagram or you know me personally, you will know this. And it's Friday the 13th of 1980. Now, this movie, like I said at the beginning, is the first movie I ever saw. That's one of the reasons. But the main reason is because it's my mom's favorite. And because of this, I have a really good relationship with my mom, by the way, I do. But our main thing and the way that we bonded together and we bond still, it's horror. Like, we're going to find ourselves watching this movie if we want every single day. Like, we tease each other, like, once again, you're watching it. I can hear just the crickets at the very beginning and I know that she's watching it. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to watch it with her. It's our thing, watching Friday the 13th over and over. She loves Jason Voorhees. I love Jason Voorhees. Her favorite horror movie is this. And this is also my ultimate favorite horror movie because of the memories. All the good things that brings with it. I just enjoy it because I know that I'm going to enjoy it with my mom. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we watched the Camp Crystal Lake Memories documentary that is on Shutter, and um, we're like we're watching this, and we know everything about it. We're still going to enjoy it. We find flaws and things and stuff on the movie. We know every single thing about this film. We love this. This is one of my favorites. Also, ending scenes is one of hers too. The music, the fact that it's not Jason, the original killer. And I love Jason Voorhees, but he's not the original killer. And this is such an iconic film. That for me means everything because of the memories and everything that has attached to it. Maybe this is not the best horror movie out there, but for me it is. And for me, it's always going to be my main thing with my mom, no matter what. Of course, we have many other things, but for us, Friday the 13th means everything. She even, I have a Cam Crystal Lake concealer shirt and she bought it the same one. So sometimes we're twinning and I just love this. Like being able to have this type of relationship, such a good one with my mom, by a slasher horror film and a killer. It's weird, but I loved it. So thanks to her, I'm basically here talking about horror movies because she's the responsible for me being a horror fan. It's so passionate about it. Like I'm really passionate about horror movies in case that you didn't realize it by now. I'm really passionate about it. This is why I decided to open my channel about horror since I like many things, many other things are horror, but horror, as you can see, is my personality trait. It's my main thing. It's what defines me. My boyfriend even says that he can't imagine me without liking horror movies. Like he's like, I can't imagine Amanda without horror. And every single person that knows me will always associate horror and Amanda. So for me, this is my thing and I love it and I will never stop talking about it and I will recommend horror. I will do everything in my power to always bring horror to many other people and to connect with people. I have met people because of this and I am grateful for it. I have made friends for it and I am so grateful 
to being able to talk here and just share my passion with every single one of you. I don't know for how much I have been talking right now, <laughs> but horror means everything to me. The reality, it's my comfort, it's my home. Horror for me, it's home. It's where I feel myself completely and truly without fears, being completely honest. I don't fear horror. I found beauty on the darkness, although that may sound cheesy. And maybe for many people, they're like, why the hell are you like so emotional about horror? But horror means so much to me that I can't even put it into words. And I know that no matter how much time, this is always going to stick with me because sometimes we like things and they go to our face and we get over it. I will never get over horror. This has been with me ever since I was five and it's going to be with me until the grave and even on the afterlife. I know that for sure. I'm grateful that the internet is here so we can all like share everything and be like connected somehow though we are maybe far away or something. But yeah, I think that this is it. I don't want to bore you anymore. If you're here still, thank you. I know that sometimes I can talk a lot. Which one is your favorite horror movie and why? Let me know. I want to know your stories and why you became a horror fan. So whatever you want to share in the comments, you're more than welcome to. And well, this has been all for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see you guys once again on the next episode. Goodbye.